Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So there's a misconception that if you're single, you are incomplete, perhaps damaged, salvaged, and you won't be happy until you find your one. And that is not true. That is bullshit. It is a message that has been fed to us by media and advertising. The truth is, when you're single, you have the richest soil for growth. That's why I created this podcast. And unlike other podcasts, this one is host-driven, not guest-driven. That means I will be rotating health and wellness experts three times a week to give you the giant box of wellness crayons, not just the primary colors, so you can start building a meaningful life. It's time to give singlehood a cape. First, before I begin, I just want to say thank you for listening, or if you shared this podcast with a friend, um, thank you. We're like a month in, and we have thousands of uh, listeners and downloads and people giving us uh, reviews, and uh, I really um, I feel so blessed that uh, you are listening to this, and if there's anything that... Um, makes me feel empowered it's uh helping other people with their singlehood journey because i've been through many and i gotta say uh they were not easy and i internalized a lot of stuff and so now i feel like um i can help other people i mean not just me but with uh uh with a crew <laughs> i know it's not the 80s but with a uh a, a collective also, I'm doing this episode from a coffee shop, uh, partly because um, I think you should get out of your house, especially if you're single, you know? I think staying home and being in your head can be one of the, the most dangerous places, unless, unless it's solitude, right? Unless home is your safe tree and it is prescribed for you and you are um, craving home, I think it's important to get yourself out of the house Sitting on a couch and eating chips and feeling sorry for yourself is quicksand. Okay, I'm going to read something from my book and I'm going to pause and dissect and pull the curtain back and maybe even talk about where this passage came from to give you kind of the, the behind the scenes or a, 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 deeper, um, a deeper experience than, than just the book. Remember back in the day uh, when we had DVD players? And maybe you have no idea what I'm talking about. Maybe you were just an idea. I don't know. But uh, there were these extras on the back of DVDs. And a lot of times people bought DVDs. By the way, DVDs are uh, compact discs that we used to play uh, <laughs> to watch movies or listen to songs. But in, in this case, I'm talking about movies. And we had uh, all these behind-the-scenes things, all these extra bonuses that you didn't get when you went to uh, the movie theater. And so these episodes that I do, imagine that they're, they're kind of like that. They're the, uh, the extras, the bonuses. Okay, this chapter is called The Richest Soil for Growth is Cultivated. 
when you're single. Excuse me, one sip of my hot, overpriced, silky cappuccino. A little nectar before I begin. When you're in a relationship, you're less motivated to examine the black box of what happened in your previous relationships. And, you know, this is because when we're in a relationship, we're not thinking about or living in the past, or at least we're not trying to. We're trying to be present. And so um, we're not really examining what happened and, and why, right? And, and taking that information. I mean, you may be, if you're in therapy, you may be actively, but most people, when they fall into a relationship, especially early on, you know, they have chemicals shooting into their brain. They're busy on this new ride and they're not looking at how the plane went down the last time. So you're in something new now. You've ran away from the crash, right? You've moved on. That door has closed. So the chances of you fully processing and taking ownership of your part in the exploration of learning and growing and becoming a better version of yourself are exponentially low. Especially if you've jumped into a new relationship shortly after the old one, which many of us do. That is why the growth soil is so rich during the times between relationships. And maybe this is where you're at now. And if it is, I want to remind you, because so many of us, when we're single, we just want to find someone else. And before you do that, I want you to know right now, while you're single, your growth soil is so rich. And you have a limited time uh, to work on yourself in your life before you meet someone else. And this doesn't mean that, that when you meet someone else, the work stops. Of course, it doesn't. It shouldn't. But for many of us, when we meet someone else, it kind of does. You know, when we meet someone else, we suddenly um, slow down with our routines, with self-care. You know, maybe we go to the gym less. Uh, we're more in our um, sweats. <laughs> And we just kind of put less effort into ourselves because now we're loving someone else. And of course, this, this includes uh, therapy and, and our, inner, our inner work, right? It doesn't mean you can't grow when you're in a relationship. But let's face it, when you're in a relationship, you're building something with someone else. You're a part of something else. So it's imperative to take advantage of the time you're unattached. Instead of searching for some, uh, someone to be with, you must explore you, your patterns, your definitions, how you love and why, your dreams, the dent you want to make in this world. You must explore your relationship with self. You must be with yourself first. And this is obviously is kind of the whole theme of uh, uh, the book and as well as a podcast is, you know, the title doesn't say uh, single forever, right? The, the single on purpose means that you're purposely, intentionally being with yourself first. And that means discovering or possibly rediscovering yourself. Uh, there's a connection there. There's a reunion. There are parts of yourself that you have disconnected with because life happened or because of your last toxic relationship or because of whatever. And when you're single, it's time to start the process of connecting to that those parts of yourself, right? So when you find someone you want to invest in, you're coming in as a whole person. Now, here's the thing. That process doesn't start. When you're in a relationship, you're still doing it. You're just starting the process when you're single because it is easier to start it when you're single. It's harder to start it when you're in a relationship. 
But first, we must get rid of one of the greatest misconceptions about life, the idea that you can't be happy unless you're um, with someone. I've coached thousands of singles over the, over the years, and every single one of them believed when they came to me that they couldn't be happy unless they found a partner, unless they were married, unless they had uh, someone to come home to. Their singlehood meant they were incomplete or defective, that they were less than, and they believed there was something wrong with them. The truth is, you don't have to be in a relationship to be happy. Sure, a relationship can bring you lots of joy, of course. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be in a relationship. We're all human. We're social creatures. We, we want to do nothing with someone because doing nothing with yourself uh, can be uncomfortable. And of course, we have to lean into that comfort. But yeah, we want people that we can go eat out with. And we all have skin hunger and we want great sex and we love kissing people, of course, right? Um, but a relationship is not required for you to be happy. It's not the only way to find joy in your life. Your happiness isn't contingent on loving someone else. That's something that's been programmed into you by movies, advertising, rom-coms, social media, you know, old blueprints. The world has been waving this flag in our face since you were given your first Barbie doll and then quickly added a Ken doll to complete the picture. But Barbie never needed Ken. All she needed was that convertible vet. It was the world telling her that she needed a house and a man. And we never even gave Ken a job or a personality or asked him if he liked women. It's finally time to empower singlehood and provide better blueprints for building happiness. It's time to shatter old definitions and smash that loud internal ticking clock. It's time to scrape away the shoulds, rip down the Norman Rockwell painting, kick a hole in it, and finally give single a fucking cape. What are your thoughts on this? What comes up for you as I say things like we need to give singlehood a cape? Are you rolling your eyes? Um, are you on board? Let me ask you this. If you are in agreement and by the way if you are in a relationship and you feel that you've disconnected with yourself um it i'm talking to you as well right so uh yes of course single people but also people who have disconnected with themselves um who are who are not single you also need to give yourself a cape the question i asked myself uh when i was single and the big one was after my divorce and I think I was, I was single for a, lot, a long time, maybe five years, four years. Um, I didn't want to be single. I mean, part of it, no one wanted to be with me. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I didn't put myself out there. Um, I was busy trying to really connect to myself. And the question that I kept asking myself is, what does that look like? What does giving a singlehood a cape look like for me? That was a daily question. It was a question I asked myself um, every day I woke up, you know, and it was like, what new experience do I want to give myself today? So my question to you is this, what does it look like to give singlehood a cape for you? What does your reunion with self look like? Also, what's at stake? The music's just kicking in, which is perfect as we end.
Um, I don't know if you can hear that in the background. <laughs> What's at stake if you don't, you know? Do you want to be Clark Kent pushing a mail cart for the rest of your life? Or do you want to feel like Superman? Or Superwoman? Thank you for listening. I hope you continue to listen. Uh, we will be here rotating hosts and helping you on your single journey. Be well. I hope that episode was helpful. Hey, listen, if you want to share your singlehood journey, if you've gone somewhere, come back. If you have revelations and wisdom, please share your story. It's going to help other people. Nothing makes us feel more connected than hearing other people's stories. So just send me the audio of your story and you could just record it directly from your phone and email it to theangrytherapist at gmail.com. Also, if you want our Single on Purpose newsletter, go to singleonpurpose.life. That's singleonpurpose.life. You will get tools and articles and other people's stories and also uh, Zoom links to private gathers. So if you want to join our community, go to singleonpurpose.life. Thank you for listening. Be well. We hope you tell a friend. So I wanted to share my story because, for one, the books that you've written have helped me a lot. Um, So it kind of starts with my parents who were very religious, very set in their ways, and had an arranged marriage. Um, So they kind of taught me that as a woman with their religion, my position was to grow up and get married and be the stay-at-home mom and so I met somebody at 17 thinking I knew everything. I married them the next year with no tools at all to communicate healthy in healthy ways and I found myself at age 22 as a mom with two kids who had a very dysfunctional relationship with a narcissist, someone who was lying to me and cheating, and I didn't know what to do. I stayed in the relationship till I was 24 when I finally decided to get a divorce and start my own life over. So I went back to school and am currently in school to be a therapist, but Over the last couple years of my journey, I read your first book, uh, Single on Purpose, right after a kind of terrible breakup where I had gotten ghosted and lied to again. Kind of unconsciously, I was still going for the same type of guys because I had not done the work to heal and to love myself. At the same time, I read the attached book that talks about attachment styles and kind of discovered that I have an anxious attachment style. But I didn't really revisit that at the time. I was more focused on why the other person had treated me that way and what I could learn about them through that book. So anyway, fast forward one more six-month relationship where I had no tools and I selected the same kind of narcissist sort of guy that didn't ever want to take responsibility and I would shut up and not communicate because the things that he was doing were hurting me and he didn't listen and so I tried to stay in that and I finally got the courage to leave. So over the last year 
it's been pretty cool because I've been focused on myself and took several months off of dating to just grow. And when I did start dating again and got on the dating apps and stuff, I would go out on dates with guys and I would focus on how I felt afterwards. And then I would focus on what I could learn about myself from that guy. And this has been my current practice for the last few months. And I've really been unpacking a lot of my own insecurities and why certain things make me feel a certain way. And realizing that a lot of my insecurities were not created from hurtful things that people said to me in relationships, but they were already there. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Recently, it's finally made sense to me how people would always say that you attract what you are or you attract unhealthy types of people. Because for me, it makes sense that I was attracting those people or I was accepting those people in my life because I didn't believe that I could do better. I didn't believe that I was worth that much. And so once I was able to look at some of those parts of me that had not healed, I have since been able to have a lot more healthy interactions and that goes for friendships. I'm able to set boundaries with people that I was never comfortable setting before. And in doing so, I have higher quality relationships in my life. I recently read your and Vanessa's latest book. And between that and some of my classes right now, I am really learning to look back at how my parents' patterns really shaped me. And the thing that I'm seeing is that my parents didn't really have boundaries and they kind of taught me that in a relationship, in a family, being completely honest with one another equals having no boundaries which therefore means not respecting the other person or the other members of a family. And so having to relearn that has changed a lot of things and a lot of my outlook on life. 